Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You, too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, B-Times 2 and family. Good morning. Amen. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. And I also heard Bubbly. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Wednesday to you both. Good morning. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Great. Grateful Deborah Evans, happy Wednesday. <laughs> happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. This is Melinda. Happy Wednesday, Declare Victory family. Thank you, Melinda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, it's Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Valacita. It's Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you too. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. 
Good morning, Val. Valacita, this is Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Hey, Vivi. It's Didi. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Love you. Love you, too. Happy Wednesday, Didi. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Hi, this is Christina here in Atlanta. Good morning, Christina. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Is there anyone else on the line that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily this month, where our monthly theme is entitled Direction. This means that all our declarations will be regarding receiving direction from the Lord. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal account at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app, however, we do have a couple of written prayer requests from the victory room. The first is from Richard Palmer. Richard is in the hospital with COVID and pneumonia, so let's lift him up and uh, pray for healing for his body. That's Richard Palmer. And then for Miss D, she has a lifelong friend who is also hospitalized with COVID. So let's keep them lifted up in prayer. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by 
Oh, I'm sorry. I just got a message that says that um, Bernice is unable to pray this morning. Um, do we have an ambassador that can fill in for Bernice and do our corporate prayer this morning? Uh, um, the declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Um, we need uh, someone to pray. Got it. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Didi. I appreciate that. So Didi will do the corporate prayer. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then the closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is from 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Dee Dee. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for this brand new day, a day that we have not yet seen. So, Father, I just want to take time to say thank you. Thank you that you blew your breath in our lungs so we can call out to you this morning and just say thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you that we can open our eyes this morning and that we can hear, God, and that we can walk and talk and have the mobility of our limbs, Father God. We don't take it for granted that you woke us up this morning. So, Father, for that, I just want to say thank you. Father, you heard the prayer request. You know exactly what we're sending in need of. I call out Richard to you this morning, God. You are bigger than COVID. You are bigger than pneumonia. Touch his body. Blow breath into his lungs, God. Bless anyone in the hospital, anyone right now that is facing COVID, pneumonia, anything that Jesus already uh, bore on the cross, God. Miss Dee's friend, touch her body, God. God, I call out Pamela Mason's mom to you this morning and then for uh, Keisha's son, Malik, God, there's so much going on, but you, God, are Jehovah Rapha. So I know to call on the healer for healing, God. I thank you this morning. It's so much going on. Touch the minds of those, God, that just need a regulated mind this morning. Renew their minds. Renew our minds, God, to trust you no matter what we are facing because you are God. We know you to be Jehovah Shalom. You are our peace. Oh, God, I thank you this morning for being our peace. In the midst of every storm, you said you're going to have your way so we can just ride it out. I call out to you this morning. The name above all names. You're so worthy of our praise this morning. I'm thinking of Josiah this morning, my nephew, God, and how you just created him. I thank you for his life. I thank you for Deontay and Demarie. Oh, God, I call out Armani to you, my son, God. You know what all of our sons are facing and our daughters in this world, God. But we can trust you with their lives to cover and protect them, God. God, I just want to say thank you. I just have an attitude of gratitude this morning. That No matter what we are going through, we know that you are God and you are good and you are a good, good father. Your love is extravagant because you love us so much. You gave your only son for us. So for that, 
I am grateful. No matter what, God, forgive anybody that woke up this morning on the wrong side of the bed. Remind them that they are blessed to wake up, period, and that they owe you a praise. Just owe you a praise. We can't take it for granted that we are still here through it all. So for that, God, you are just worthy of praise. You are worthy of praise. You're just worthy of praise, God. I couldn't praise you enough for everything. You've been Jehovah Jireh. You've provided for us because we're still on a prayer call. We have a phone to call in. We have a line that works. God, I thank you for being a provider. Oh, God. There's none like you in all the land, no matter what. The enemy's already defeated. Oh, God, if we just tap into your word and believe what your word says, because it doesn't change, you're the same God. You're the same God that delivered the majority of us out of hell here on earth, God. You delivered a lot of us from drugs and alcohol and sex addictions and whatever that thing was. We're standing here today to witness to others. So, God. You are, you're just magnificent, God. Oh, God, you're so magnificent. When you, when I just consider the cross, when I consider the cross, nothing else really matters. No matter what, jobs are folding. People are losing properties, but people are also gaining properties. No matter what it is, God, you deserve the glory. You deserve the praise, God, on today. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Even those weapons we may have formed against ourselves, they won't work, God. You are just so mighty. You're so mighty. I just can't thank you enough. I don't even have anything to ask you for. I just want to thank you this morning. I just have an attitude of praise. I just, I'm, my faith is activated. Yes, we are all sitting in need of something, but I trust you. I'm walking this thing out for real. My faith is so turned up right now. Yes, there are some things that don't look like they're working for my good, but all things are because I trust you. You did it before. You'll do it again no matter what it is. God, you are good. You are good. And you are worthy of praise. You know everything. I'm lifting up the, the homeless. Those that I saw a man laying in the street like he was laying in a bed. God, God, bless his soul. Anybody else, God, don't take anything for granted because it could be any of us, God. Any of us. We don't take none of it for granted, God. Oh, my God, those that are battling with Alzheimer's and dementia, oh, diabetes, you know all of it. One of my mother's closest friends, she keeps asking me the same thing. God, regulate her mind, God. Let her go through her 70s and remember who she is, God. Don't take this mind for granted. God, I thank you for a sound mind this morning at 53. And the things that I'm battling with, God, I give it all to you. I give it all to you. I just thank you this morning that I'm able to move, that those that are on this phone can hear. Oh, God, we're not hooked up to a ventilator. We are breathing on our own. We owe you praise. I, I'm not making this long. Victors, before you take your phones off mute, you check your heart posture. Make sure you don't ho you're not holding on to any unforgiveness. You're not holding any grudges. If you are, leave them at the altar this morning. Pray specifically for somebody that you have an ought with. We have to walk into forgiveness for real. Have a lifestyle of forgiveness before you take your phones off mute to give God what he's due. 
check yourself and pray. I ask you right now, come off mute and go in like never before. Give him thanks because he deserves the praise this morning. He deserves the glory. Give him praise. Thank him because you have breath in your body. Thank him because you can see. Thank you because you can hear. Thank you for your
Good morning, everyone. Hold on. 
Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, good morning. Good morning. Great morning. Happy Wednesday to everyone this morning. Uh, again, as Dion, you went out. We can't hear you. Uh, super grateful for each of you to join us this Wednesday morning. As always, it is that time again. It's the time we have set aside for fasting. It is our normal Wednesday, <clears throat> excuse me, corporate fast. And uh, hopefully somebody that has not ever done it before will think about considering it on today. Amen. Um, we have been on a huge roll. We are walking toward the end of yet another month. It is almost impossible to believe that it is March uh, and that April is just a couple days away. We've been dealing, as always, with direction. Eric, I enjoyed you on yesterday, Gloria on Monday. And uh, so now let's let's give in. I'm not going to keep you guys forever, uh, but I definitely have a word from the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. And as always, y'all know I have to tell a story because that's just how I do. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> So in, in dealing with, uh, and real quick, glance at your lines for me. I hear somebody's phone may be off mute. Okay, man. All right. Um, we've been dealing with uh, direction, and uh, I, I remember, and I, 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 you guys know I use stories because of how I know that they bring things to life. I, I remember before I understood uh, that Holy Spirit was him and not it, a thing, um, and, and I think growing up, in, in Baptist or traditional Baptist church, you hear the power of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, um, but it, it didn't carry the weight that it would at a later time. It wouldn't, um, I, I wouldn't recognize the importance of the Holy Spirit until um, a little bit later on. And I remember not really understanding how important it was to acknowledge that the comforter or the promise that uh, Jesus made was so imperative for us to embrace. I, I, I remember not it not really clicking and I, I remember the day that, that my dad did the demonstration with the balloons um, and, and I'll, I'll share the story really quickly only because I needed to click for you like it did for me. 
two separate balloons, get it in your mind's eye, and I, I have scripture for all of this, but two two separate balloons. One was red, one was white. Both of those balloons had the same words written on them, love, joy, peace, temperance, long-suffering, fruits of the Spirit, right? Um, however, one was filled with natural lung air, which means that one, somebody blew up. The other was filled with helium. And those were the differences. Same capabilities, same possibilities. Uh, however, when you let both of them go, one would fall and one would rise. Both had the same capabilities, one with helium, one with natural lung air. One would fall and one would rise. And I remember as he released the balloons and I, I saw the difference, the weight of the one that fell the liberty of the one that rose. It was a very life-altering moment for me because at that moment, I realized that we all have the same capabilities, but some of us have an advantage with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I remember after church, running to the front of the church, I was 20, maybe I was 24 years old and I remember I asked Pastor Carrie I said what is that how how do I get that how and he was like how do you get what how do you get what makes you stay up or makes you rise consistently how do you get um to the point where that type of freedom, because of course the one that rose without any assistance was the one with helium. He said the helium represented the Holy Spirit. We're talking about direction. I'm not. I'm not confused. I promise. So, um, I, I remember uh, he said, "All you have to do is meet me right here every day at 6 a.m. and come and learn how to pray. Learn how to pray." 24-year-old girl, two balloons, life-altering moment. And I remember I could not wait for the next day to show up. And he said, we meet at the Institute. We meet, and you know, of course, now this is a, a, a silver-haired man. He, I don't think he ever expected that I would show up for real. <laughs> However, something had happened. Something had changed. Um, there was a, a hunger that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't even wrap my mind around. I was, I was desperate. I was, um, it, it was, now mind you, uh, at this point, Tanya had been sitting in my chair, I think, for the last maybe four years, about 24, five years. I've been doing Tanya's hair, and I'm watch her, watching her read this Bible and fast and consecrate. Now, this is this is a super uh, redundant story, but I I need to 
paint this picture because when I started thinking about direction, the Lord began to almost paint pictures for me and in uh, real time of the rewind of how I got to a place where his direction was more important than my direction, where his instruction, where his leading, where his guiding was more important than anything uh, I could even begin to wrap my mind around. And so I remember that first Monday when I showed up at the church. Now, in 24 years old, I don't know what to expect. I, certainly, I didn't think all of every single senior citizen at the church would be <laughs> there with my dad at prayer. And I'm 24. I did not, I don't even think I saw them. Um, I was I was so desperate for transition. I was so desperate for change. And I was so desperate for, uh, quote unquote, the Holy Ghost that would jump on you, get on you, knock you out. I, I, I hadn't been acquainted to Holy Spirit who lives in you. Mute your lines for me, please who lives in you, who um, accompanies you, who is a companion, who is uh, a person, right? I, I wasn't acquainted with that level of direction, but I knew uh, if there was some, something had happened, I, I realized that something had happened. So many times we, we hear this, and I'll give you guys um, several scripture, and I'm going to give you some also to um, use at a later date. Um, we hear all the time, um, she talked the Holy Ghost, he, uh, he, things of that nature that, that are, are more just from a, a lack of understanding, and in, in many cases, a lack of personal relationship. Um, a, a lack of even acknowledging or understanding how life-altering it is um, to have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, to experience that level of um, really almost a collaboration if you acquiesce to the power um, of the Holy Spirit that lives down on the inside of you and literally teaches you all things. It's, it's a real thing. Um, so let's, let's do this. Let's, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to read, uh, I think it's Luke 12. Hold on one second. All right. Um, let's start there. Um, start. Let Let's start at Luke twelve. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, move down to like the the sixth. Yeah. Let's start Luke twelve uh, six through twelve, and it says, uh, "Are not five sparrows solid for two copper? I mean, sold for two." copper coins, yet not one of them has been forgotten in the presence of God. And this is the amplified version, I'm sorry. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. 
don't be afraid. You are far more valuable than any sparrow. Um, I say to you, whosoever declares openly and confesses me before men, the Son of Man will also declare openly and confess him before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied in the presence of the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be uh, forgiven him. But he whom blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, um, it will not be forgiven him. When they bring you before the synagogues and what, what verse is that? I'm sorry, guys. When they bring you before the synagogues and the magistrates and the authorities, don't be worried about how you will be defended um, or what you will say. Uh, 12, key verse. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that hour what you ought to say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that hour what you ought to say. We're talking about direction. We're talking about um, really clearing a certain uh, uh, level and space. I'm, I'm going to give you a, a couple more just just because I want you to get this this morning, if you don't do anything else, until I understood what I had working on the inside of me, and not just on the inside of me, but in every single atmosphere, when I understood, when I started to grasp that that's a partnership, when I, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I can't tell Holy Spirit nothing to do. I can only deny what instructions he downloads into me, right? Um, okay, so as I began to really um, learn more about the power of the Holy Spirit, um, as, as I began to learn um, how impactful, um, how life-altering everything uh, would become as a result of acquiescing to Holy Spirit really, really living on the inside of me, it began to change my mentality. It began to change um, my approach. The more I read my word, the more I began to understand, um, like in real life, that there is not only um, a level of stay up that we have that the world doesn't, but it is, uh, it's room altering. It's life changing. It's mind transformative when you recognize the power um, when you made your confession uh, and, and considered Jesus Christ as Lord. Um, it, it changed some things. It changed what you have access to. It changed how you get instruction. It changed how you get information even. It changed how you get insight. And uh, it's, it's almost like uh, insider trading secrets. It's like uh, intellectual uh, property that nobody else has access to. But as a believer, when the Holy Spirit is um, granted access to your all, to to 
to everything you are and, and you realize that uh, when we blow it, Holy Spirit is present. Um, on good days, bad days, in different days, he's always present. But what I recognize um, about agreeing with what heaven says about us as we follow the directions or instructions of who and how God is, um, because we have the Holy Spirit, have you ever been somewhere and uh, done something completely out of pocket? You knew you were out of pocket when that thing happened, <laughs> right? You, there, there was an argument. It's kind of like you guys know, I, I always talk about the, the trading floors or the great exchange, those moments that we have where we are arguing with what we know to do is right, right? However, our will has a tendency, if given the opportunity to override what we know to do as right, right? Um, but when you get to a place where uh, the goal is destiny moments, I was, I was having a conversation uh, with somebody yesterday. It, it's amazing, especially when you uh, really recognize that because all of the steps of a man are ordered of and by God, right? The advantage that we have when we give the Holy Spirit permission um, to drive, right? When we take a passenger seat in our lives, I mean, and it doesn't mean that you, you don't think, it doesn't mean that you don't have, uh, you know, the, the ability to, to navigate your own life. I'm not saying any of that at all. But what I am saying is the steps become a whole bunch surer when you realize that it's not your responsibility. And as I'm having this conversation with uh, a friend, we were talking about how steps had begun to align. And, and as the steps align, you start to get connected to people, places, and things that will um, move you closer toward purpose and closer toward promise. And so it had been on my heart. And sometimes when, when Holy Spirit is leading, he will say things that make absolutely no sense to your imagination, to your mindset, to your mentality. Um, and, and I remember having this argument in my head. I know I heard what the Holy Spirit said. I know, I know he told me to do X, Y, and Z. So I, I mentioned a specific author and a specific book. And uh, my friend said, now, what, what was the author's name again? <laughs> and so I repeated the name of the author. And they said, I literally just left a, um, a meeting. We just watched a clip of that same book with that same author not even moments ago. That may be really, really simple or finite to, to some of you. But see, I understand that when your steps are ordered, it's the little bitty adjustments, the small modifications, um, the small moments, especially when you feel uncomfortable, that you acknowledge what Holy Spirit is saying and, and uh, make sure that it overrides your emotion. That's that difference between that balloon that shifts immediately to the top and the one that falls to the bottom. Holy Spirit is so subtle and so gentle and um, such the gentleman 
that he will never mash. He will, he will never push himself on you. He, there are very gentle nudges. But let me tell you what I know for a fact. Those nudges are, are life-altering nudges, not just for you, for somebody that may never hear um, the, the idea of having a personal compass, personal barometer, a personal uh, companionship that pushes you to purpose and to promise. That even when you don't get it, it, it makes Romans 8 and 28 not so mystical. It, it makes the reality that we all, if God cares more about us, right, if he cares more about us than he does a sparrow, um, like, like and, and you hear me say very frequently, I've never seen a tree toil or struggle fight to grow from its place. It just does. Nor does it need to be directed because it's not going anywhere rooted. We, as people or humanity, are the only ones who have um, that whole concept or idea, that whole ideology of doing and being and becoming and outside of what was former or what we thought we knew or what we thought we understood when we come into the knowledge of Christ, not just a membership, not just a church affiliation or association, not a title or a specific uh, placeholder. There are things in us um, that if we allow Holy Spirit to correct and to change us, will alter the nation. And so um, I had a moment of, I love the Holy Spirit. I had a moment of check this past weekend. Y'all know I tell my business every week. Um, and and it was a necessary collision. It was a necessary thing. Uh, each one of us should ask ourselves questions uh, at specific times in our lives. You ask where you've grown, where you need to grow, uh, what you've changed, what needs to change, where you want to be or need to be stretched from, you know, like uh, your readings and your, you know, things of that nature. Uh, but for me, I always, I, I love confrontational moments, especially concerning myself. I love moments that force me uh, to become better. So I go and uh, I have plans to have lunch with my my sister friend on Saturday, and so, um, and I, I, well, I guess I'll tell y'all know I don't go a whole bunch of places, so me and Sabrina and I, we were going to go have lunch on Saturday, so we go to one of my little favorite little restaurants, and my favorite little server was serving, but he was in a peculiar little space, and that was fine, you know, no biggie, I'm hanging out with my sister, um, we just chilling, so. We get there, we're there for probably about an hour. We had chips and salsa and we had a, a couple of drinks that we're waiting on our food. So people come, people go, people come, people go. So somebody, they came probably about 30 minutes after us, they got their food. And I was like, hey, what up to our food? And I was all juiced and braggy and excited. 
uh, <laughs> and it was super needful and necessary that, uh, you know, I hang out with my sister. So the time really wasn't a huge deal, but I believe in, in excellent or quality or decent services, you know, a little Mexican restaurant. Anyway, long story short, uh, about an hour passes. And so finally I asked this guy who is like my favorite server, I was like, hey, what's, what's going on? I got not know. So he was having a bad day or whatever. So he told me he didn't know um, that, you know, there's only three cooks and you get your food when you get it. You know, you just got to wait. So at, right after he says that, then here comes some food for somebody else who probably had just been there uh, maybe about 10, 15 minutes. And they bring their food. And our food was super simple. Um, <clears throat> and so when he told me you just got to wait, I was like, oh, okay, all right. So long story short, Sabrina and I get up to leave. We leave, and, and I'm a little offended. I'm a little pissed um, because I've been bragged and ranted and raved about this little restaurant, honey, and he didn't flag us off like we were whole useless and everybody in the whole building ate, and we ain't got nothing but some chips and some sauces. So we leave out of the restaurant. I'm busting. And here comes the little waitress, and y'all know anything. I'm from Richmond. <laughs> here comes the little waitress, and I'm thinking she's about to ask us to pay for these little drinks, these little soda pops, these little water, and these chips and this salsa. And I said out of my mouth, just like I'm talking to y'all, you looking for me? I'm, we're not paying for any of that. We're, I'm leaving. She said, oh, no, ma'am. You left your phone. <laughs> We're talking about direction. We're talking about ordered steps. We're talking about our process. I was so moldy. And as soon as she said, you left your phone, I could feel myself shrink, but I heard the Holy Spirit say, you didn't have to do nothing. You didn't have to say none of that. And I was like, oh, well, they didn't serve us on time. I'm just a fussing. I'm just a justifying. And it just so happened that um, Sabrina and I, Sabrina was uh, going somewhere else. We ended up not eating anything but chips and salsa. Um, she had some other plans. So we both went our separate ways and later on connected again. And so I, with the spirit of conviction, because when the Holy Spirit lives in you, listen, he will begin to work on your thought process. I was out of pocket. Um, and, and not that I didn't do the fool. I could have, but I, I, I did not. It was still absolutely unacceptable. Uh, that girl was just doing her job, and they wasn't studying me. They probably wasn't thinking about us and the chips and salsa and drinks, nothing. Um, but what I recognized was that was something unchecked in me because Holy Spirit Immediately, I felt his presence. And I remember having a conversation with Sabrina a little bit later and being able to say, thank you for uh, sharing with me. Now, she didn't. We had a whole fell out laughing about it. But it's something about the power of the conviction of the Holy Spirit when it comes to steps being ordered and, and getting your footing and finding direction. And the Holy Spirit will teach you all things, right? And the Holy Spirit will bring things back to our remembrance. 
um, really acknowledging uh, that Holy Spirit for real is like a change agent that we have access to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so uh, Sabrina and I had a conversation a little bit later, and I was like, I'm so grateful that I have the kind of friends that we can laugh and joke about it, um, but that it causes you to self-correct, right? That it causes you an individual independently to acknowledge and acquiesce to the power of the Holy Spirit that's working down on the inside of us. And so while it wasn't a really big deal, it could have been different, right? While it wasn't... um like I had a fight or anything like that, there are certain things that I'm responsible for in the earth, right? Me and controlling how I respond to things. It's really important. You know, I never know who's who's watching me or whose life I might have to speak into. I can't just be flashing because we didn't get our food on time, <laughs> right? So we're talking about direction here. When you want to become better, God will uh, really insulate you with people, places, and things that will help you move closer to him as opposed to closer to your will. And I normally, you guys know I normally rattle off a, a gang of scriptures. I want you to do something because we're walking into a, a place, an error, um, transition, even with the world beginning to open back up, uh, where people are uh, shooting up public locations where um, you know, just really odd things are transpiring. There is a need for discernment in this hour, um, more than you've ever needed it before. Um, and it is, it is really, really important that you understand that when you give access um, or acknowledgement, I won't even say access because Holy Spirit is a gift upon your acceptance of Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, right? That's, it's, that's automatic. However, um, there are things that we each have to do to make his habitation um, not only pleasant, um, but present and relevant when it comes to anything. Somebody's phone is off mute. Mute your phone for us. That being said, um, it is super important that every day, you know, as a believer, I would encourage you to begin to say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for leading and guiding me today, just today. Thank you for my, being a moment-by-moment -moment personal guide, because that's exactly um, what he is. Right, that, that personal um, accountability system, that personal check you system, because listen, he's going to get you together. You hear me? <laughs> um, he will always make sure that your direction is solid and your footing is sure, but there has to be agreement. There has to be cooperation. As we are walking into the the month of uh, April, and and the topic this month uh, is assurance. It's, it's so important that you know 
that you know, that you know, that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that this this relationship that we have with Abba, uh, with the Messiah, with the Father, with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, this relationship is life-changing if you let it be. But you have to know why you believe. You have to know why it is a powerful thing to have access um, to the Holy Spirit, but more importantly for the Holy Spirit to have access to you, right? As we are building things, as we are encouraging people, as we are connecting dots, as we are being found in the places and the uh, purposes of God that are necessary to usher not just ourselves but everything connected to us into a place of forward momentum it's important right and it's important that you understand um that your success is important to god our lives us winning us following direction us following proper protocol us following Give her one moment. Sorry, guys, I didn't realize my call dropped under whatever circumstance. Um, I think I painted a, a clear enough picture, um, and I pray that something that I said um, would really begin to pique your interest or your curiosity concerning the Holy Spirit. Today was not preachy or um, even teachy. It's just I, I hope that it clicked for somebody because I will, I will definitely say this. Until the Holy Spirit became... Um, really more uh, more my not concern but my awareness was heightened to the reality of the power of uh, the fact that the holy spirit lives down on the inside of us when i really began to embrace that as the truth and that as the reality and that as the distinct difference between how we believe why we believe what we believe Every single thing in my whole entire life changed. No, no exaggeration. I mean, everything, everything changed when I recognized the power that was working in me was real power that had the power to give me real direction, real instruction, and real wins over things that uh, are So, so that's it. Amen. Amen. There may be somebody joined the call a little bit late, didn't have a chance to say good morning. You got action. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Hi, Diane. Great decoration. 
Thank you. Good morning, Dion. It's Carla. Right there. Hi. Hi, Carla. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, baby girl. Hey, great morning, Great Yeah, you have a blessed day, sweetie. You too. You too, Miss Leonie. Yeah. Yes, I already said good morning. All I want to say is, are you are you okay today? I'm absolutely okay. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Moxie, hey, good are you here? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Moxie. How you doing? He was busy on you this morning. Dropping that call. I was like, oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, family. It's magnificent. Um, good morning, Pastor. I'm gonna need you to finish that part where you said, "This is where I need you guys to do," and then the call dropped. You oh, said you, it wasn't too preachy. It wasn't. You were. You said, "I'm. I'm not gonna give you a bunch of scriptures, but this is what I need y'all to do." Oh, this and is then what the I call need. dropped. Oh, it fell. Okay. Okay. I will. I will. I absolutely will, Dondre. As soon as uh. And, and listen, me... also on that part when she said, um, "My success isn't um, that your success is important to God," and then your phone dropped after that. Okay. Pizza. Okay. Right. Got it. Thank you. Thank you both for that. I didn't know where it cut out. Good morning, dear Shell. Hey, Shell. Good morning. Hey, D. It's Dee. Mm-hmm. Y'all left what? me. Sabrina, we'll talk about that later. I'm going on mute. Girl, girl you special. Baby, we laugh, we laugh, we laugh. And then I was like, I was super motivated. Anyway, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, good morning. Juanita. Good morning. Good morning. Great declaration. This is Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Kendra calling from Las Vegas. Hey, Kendra, darling. Good morning. Who else Good morning, Diamond in the back. Fun rooftop. Hey, thanks, Delaney. <laughs> and anybody else before I go back to the, this is what I'm going to need y'all to do. So so what I was, uh, my suggestion was that you Google this phrase and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. And there are several passages of scripture um, that will come up. This is, this is a time where you for real need to know, or, or technically you need to tap in, right? Um, because our success is important to God. He was gracious enough to leave us our own personal, individual, independent GPS systems. Um, there, there are things where you start asking questions. Why, why do I do that? Where did that come from? Um, and, and the Holy Spirit will begin to unveil to you um, historical things, things in your heart, things that you are struggling with, things that you are battling with, and where you didn't have power once upon a time. All of a sudden, you'll get this renewed strength of 
in whatever area. It could be uh, maybe you are, are believing low or thinking low of God. Um, I, I read a post yesterday that said this, uh, have you been groomed for trauma? Have you been groomed for trauma? Um, we are about to go into some high level thinking stuff um, that will, you know, for, for some people, it will challenge your theology. Um, one, one thing I thank God for about PFBC, PFBC challenged everything that I have been taught. True Vine challenged everything that I have been taught. And what we learn is without the Holy Spirit, we are a gamut of everybody else's belief system. But because the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, some of the things that we've been taught, um, and all well-meaning, you know, our, our parents, our, you know, the, the people that were leaders in our lives didn't mean to misguide or mislead us. They taught us what they knew. And without that level of personal relationship with the Father, uh, personal relationship with Jesus, and personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, all being one, still having three very distinguished roles and responsibilities, right? We have to know that. And Holy Spirit is really what reveals, that's where revelation comes from, is that that acquiesce, that agreement, that um, uh, moving out of the way of who God is and how he operates, um, it will help us to accept higher level thinking. I asked somebody about a dream and an aspiration and their response to me was, well, I think that would be lofty. Well, I'm I don't understand why any thought or idea that God has for us would be lofty. But when people have told you, you know, I mean, this life is full of suffering, you know, and, and it's, uh, bad to be wealthy. We've been told some ridiculous things, you all. We really, we really, really have. And you get to a point where I, I used to get in trouble at regular traditional churches because they'll say something. I'd be like, that, that's illogical. That doesn't even make sense. That looked like losing to me. And, and it, I mean, and I'm not saying that during this process, you don't lose things. You do. But Holy Spirit even teaches you how to go through loss and you win. Right? What I shared with you all this morning was that's an embarrassing moment for me. Honey, you got to control your your temper and how you handle stuff. You can't and, and I'm in, right? I'm I'm I've been in this thing for years. Right? But there's a natural nature that that's just who I am. That don't cut it right here. Not when you're ready to get to next, not when you're ready to get to purpose and to promise. It does, it's not okay for us to just be who we've been and have access to becoming who God says we are and the end result be us not being that testament to how God can keep and deliver and heal and all of that. Okay, I don't want to go all the way back into teaching. So hopefully I answered um, both your question, Morgan, and, and your question to Moxie. I think I did. Anybody else have any questions, comments, or commentary? I do, Shell. Um, um, Grace here, as usual. Um, and I can remember 
um, one time worshiping in church and it was just so loud. It was, I didn't understand. I was still a babe. I didn't understand what the cry was. I didn't understand the noise. Um, but what made me kind of push back is um, being, I felt embarrassed because I, because I didn't know. Um, felt embarrassed because of the sound and the travail and that people thought that, you know, I had did something bad or, you know, it was just all mindset. But I kept asking my pastor, you know, what is that? Why is it so loud? And she was like, I don't know. But as she began to, you know, preach and I watch her and I was like, I want that. So I get that part when you said, I want that, whatever it is that got you there, that got you in that place that it's all or nothing. I want that. And But until I learned and understood that Jesus was for me and he was more than the whole world against me, that it's the leading of his spirit that's in me that gets me that was mm-hmm. the time that I understand that it's he that is that. So thank you mm-hmm. for your share. That was so deep to me. Um, Today is definitely a fast for he and to get that again. So thank you. I love you. Very good. Love you too, sis. Good morning. Hey, I heard Gloria and Pam in that order for me. It was actually Christina, but okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, just this may be a teaching question. I'm not sure, but um, I was raised Pentecostal, apostolic, and in that phase, in that denomination, evidence of the Holy Spirit comes through speaking in tongues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been, as an adult, a Seventh-day Adventist, now I'm not non-denominational, but in the Seventh-day Adventist space, they don't believe in speaking in tongues. Um, they don't even teach it. They don't even try. So I'm, and I looked at the scriptures and I know the Holy Spirit internally will teach you all things. But my question is, as you walk around the world and you have people who may say that they are Christian and they're filled with the Holy Spirit and they don't have the evidence of speaking in tongues, would it be the fruits of the spirit that you would judge them by, what they bear fruit of, or is there or is the is there other ways to know someone's filled with the Holy Spirit without speaking in tongues? That's my main question. Well, the the whole um Holy Spirit teaching is is more of a series because it is it is really what ends up getting revealed to us. And and I believe that the evidence of, of speaking in tongues is definitely an asset, um, but I can't always say for sure. And this this is just me. Um, I know I know that we need the Holy Spirit. If I don't know anything else, I know that that's that's I can't live without the Holy Spirit because I would be a mess. I'm a mess with the Holy Spirit, but without Him, I'm in trouble. I mean, and I'm talking about in big trouble. Um, because I have my own will, have my own idea, have my own uh, ideas of my identity. But when it comes to the evidence of speaking in tongues, I believe that um, you have to have, you have to be equipped with the ability to believe. To every man is given the measure of faith. Um, I didn't, I didn't ask, but I, I received the gift of speaking in tongues before I understood the power of the Holy Spirit, actually. Um, but that's not everybody's truth. I mean, I think that it's, uh, and, and I don't know necessarily that all seven-day Adventist people don't believe in speaking in tongues. I, I believe that it is like 
most organized religion. It depends on who their leader is. It's, it's no different even than uh, Muslims or um, Hebrew Israelism or anything else. They believe in, uh, they, they don't believe in the Holy Spirit being anything. Hebrew Israelism does not. But a lot of um, <clears throat> different denominations, uh, how do I say this? Uh, Holy Spirit is spooky spiritual. Um, but I, I do believe that it is a necessary, it would absolutely be necessary in, in my opinion uh, for companionship and things of that nature and, and building deep relationships, which the Bible tells us to do. Uh, but but I, I believe it's a, a, a case by case scenario. I just believe that it's a necessity. I think that that revelation comes independently to to those that are open to the idea of of that level of freedom, because that's where the freedom comes in. That's where the freedom to be comes in. That partnership, that uh, acquiescing to the Holy Spirit. That's where the life alterations happen. Go ahead, Pammy. I hope I answered your question, Christina. I'll follow up, Pam. Good morning. Okay, this is might be a little long, but but I, Pastor Dion, you were just speaking to what's going on with me right now. I'm going to share how I walk with God right now. So the a couple of weeks ago, I think I shared it on one of the calls that um, I was really like in this prayer groaning thing because of what's going on with me caring for my mom it's hurtful and everything like that and so I mm -hmm. God took me to um the scripture he took me to scripture and it was about it was an act it was about Holy Spirit I've never and I've talked about not talking in tongues and all these other things but then he took me to the Bible I have this compact Bible dictionary and it talks about the Holy Spirit so I have been studying the Holy Spirit the past two weeks I'll say two weeks even my sister Krishanda, bless your heart. I shared it with her when she, when I first went to the scripture. She called me. I said, "Hey, I'm studying this um, Holy Spirit," and she sent me this book called Glory Carriers. Mm -hmm. Long story short, is I'm just sharing what how God manifests, how He is in my life, like He's showing me all these things. So you were speaking about. I, I'm just writing down all the many times that you talked about Holy Spirit this morning. And I so much want to know about the Holy Spirit. And I've, I've been focused on, you know, Father God, Jesus, he sent his son to die for us. But the Holy Spirit, I really want to focus more on, and I've been studying on it. And so I'm just tripping off of getting so much um, that this is part of the conversation today. So I just wanted to say that. And then I'm going to read what's in my Bible dictionary. It's not a long thing. It just talks about the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity who exercises the power of Father and Son in creation and, and redemption. Because the Holy Spirit is the power by which believers come to Christ and see the new eye with new eyes of faith, he is closer to us than we are to ourselves. Like the eyes of the body through which we see physical things, he is seldom in focus to be seen directly because he is the one through whom all else is seen in a new light. This explains why the relationship of the Father and the Son is more prominent in the Gospels. 
because it is through the eyes of the Holy Spirit that the father-son relationship is viewed. Mm, That's that all. Was good. That was good, Pam. That that was real good. Um, you said something. You said uh, Holy Spirit is the power of the Father and the Son, right? The Holy Spirit is <clears throat> literally um, Psalms one nineteen one thirty that that simply says the entrance of His Word gives light and adds understanding. Um, and, and I believe when when we start to understand, and, and I don't think that there's um, a lot of distinguishing, just from Sunday to Sunday, <clears throat> people have their objectives and their agendas to preach their sermons and teach their lessons. Um, but I think when people start to, when I started learning how to live, when when Pastor Kerry told me, if you if you want to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. The, one of the key elements to understanding the power that's working in you is a prayer life, right? And when I started to acknowledge the Holy Spirit on a consistent base, like, you know, every day, good, good morning, Holy Spirit, um, you have complete reign today. Uh, order my steps. Uh, take me to the places you need me to show up. Uh, be with me while I'm there and give me what to say when when I arrive. Give me what to say while I'm there. And the, the manifestation of that part of, of who um, God is through us. <clears throat> Pam also just said the Holy Spirit is closer to us than we are to us. Imagine this, God's perfect will. But what the heavens are declaring about who you are living inside of you, all you ever have to do is allow him to live through you. The will of God, the mind of Christ, the objective and idea of heaven lives inside of you. That comes with accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. It's simply his gift. Imagine if we all just allowed Holy Spirit to have his way in our lives where we would be, not just materially, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in every single area of our life, we would be empowered very differently because the fuel would be the ideas of heaven being made manifest on earth. That makes sense. That's so good. Thank you. Anybody else have anything? Thank you, Pam, for sharing. That was great. Hey, Dion. This is Bubbly. Um, hey, Bubbly. How are you? How are you? Um, question I have, and I'm not sure if it even relates to this, but. When you have faith, when you say you have faith and you trust God, but in your physical, you, you well, in your mindset, you still have, you're still scared. What is that saying? Well, I hope that, so I hope that question makes sense. So no, no, no. You're, that's a, that's a wonderful question because that's that's ninety percent of believers. 
right? That's not that's not foreign, that's not strange, that's not odd. Um, but but the difference is, right? So so the Bible says to every man is given the measure of faith. P H E. You are you are given what you have the capacity for. Period. Right. Um, that being said, our faith. The, the Bible says, even with Krishanda giving you that book, The Glory Carriers, which is an amazing, amazing book, um, we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Our faith is extended or expanded once we get to certain levels of understanding. Again, Psalms 119, 130, the entrance of your word gives light and adds understanding. Uh, but Psalms 80, I believe it's 81, um, says we go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. Our strength, our faith is released one win at a time. So every time we overcome a level of fear, we get a new level to exceed right until it's extracted. So let me, let me paint this picture. Let me, let me paint this picture because this changed a whole bunch about a whole bunch in me recently right we are ever changing ever growing ever stretching but this last time josiah was ill um it threw me for a complete loop you guys know that um and and not that he is completely uh visibly well but i had to understand that my greatest fear uh, was that you know he not lived right i had to i had to deal with that i had to wrestle with that i had to acknowledge that that was a feeling and that had a, a source of fear um and then i had to ask myself the question if in fact my greatest fear comes to pass what my response was there's nothing i could do about it <laughs> So, since there's nothing I can do about it, I had to make another active decision. Okay, so since you know there's nothing you can do about it, now what? Uh, now, maybe I keep living and I live outside of that because there's nothing I can do about any of that. I'm not in control of any of that. But what I can do is make the very best of every single solitary moment. And why would I fear what is ultimately inevitable, considering we're all dying? Duh. I, I might leave here before him. Right? So we could be consumed with something that's not happened yet. Or we can take no thought for tomorrow, for what we will wear, or what we will eat, or what we will drink. I can stand on the principles, the promises, and the precepts of who God says he is. Anybody else? Thank hey, you. Dee. Hey, Hey, hmm? so I was, when you were talking about the restaurant situation, and, man, that's the conviction. <laughs> one thing that, that I remember learning in one of the classes about conviction is that when you're convicted, it's just a reminder who you belong to, right? Um, so that instead of, flashing or you know not feeling a certain way because you didn't get your food or whatever the situation is to feel that conviction that's like a god thing it's like holy spirit thank you for conviction 
so that I won't do the fool. And, you know, you could throw the brakes on a situation. Instead of going left, you just don't go. And so that's a growth thing. That's a real uh, lesson of growth because it's so easy, especially when you feel like you've been wronged, to pop off. So I'm just grateful for you walking it out to make us all, because we're all going to stumble. But the difference is when that conviction hit, it's a good thing, if that makes any sense. It's just like, ooh, Holy Spirit, that's conviction. And I know that ooh. instead of, you know, wow. not having that guilt, that remorse, you can you can correct it. And then you're led into prayer. I know I am. Like when I do that, even popping off, even when I can use my husband, my, whatever, that conviction hit, you got to pray. At least I know. To, to, does that make sense? It just mm-hmm. leads me into prayer. So I thank you right. for just being so open and um that. So thank you for that lesson again. <laughs> the pop off lesson, honey, because I got pop off of these. <laughs> it was so I was so molded. Ooh, I was molded. I said, mm. oh well. Back to the drawing board, honey. You do not have it all together. Constant reminder. And, and you always leaving your phone. Either it's your phone always. or it's your purse. Your phone or your always. purse. Always. And I was going to let that girl have it and she was being sweet and nice. Exactly. <laughs> I was so moaning. Oh, I was moaning. All I could do was say, mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's, But it's not funny. That's horrible. Dion, that's funny you would say that because I, when I see a situation going left, I'll immediately be like, Lord, give me Sharpen my discernment of spirit now. Wait, am I going to the left? Am right. I going to the right? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing, right. Pop? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Y'all know I got... Uh, well, we just going to shut up and walk spirit. on out, right? <laughs> Listen, I was so... When I say molded, you could have... I was like, you. I felt myself shrink. I was so molded. I said, oh. is that Is that before you take three or four breaths? Before you say something, um, well, I was so molded, I had to respond immediately because it was it was that kind of molded. She was she, oh no, I was just bringing you your phone. She was so sweet. <laughs> and here I am. You looking for me? <laughs> you want me? Here I come. It's molded. All right, guys. Anybody else? Uh, yes, good morning, Dion. This is uh, Soulful Sylvia. How are you today? Good morning, Soulful. I'm awesome. Thank you. Good. Um, one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to get the name of that book that was discussed about the Holy Spirit. Um, Glory Carriers? Is that Ryan Lestrange, Pam? Who is that? Eckhart? Let me grab the book. Or... Yeah. And the other thing is, um, I wanted to uh, find out more about how to um, take it to another level. You know, they talk about, I've been studying, researching about, um, you know, praying in, in, in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any suggestions about where to go and uh, how to how to practice, how to learn how to practice that? With with regard to how to practice what the gift of speaking praying time. how to pray in a spiritual realm and um well yeah but that that's like a it's like a whole teaching there are 
you can start in certain places. And I, I always suggest um, a good, there's nothing like a good soak. Um, and, and I talk about soaking often. Um, Maverick City Worship, you can that. Um, that have wonderful music, music that, that speaks directly to who God is, what Jesus is, the power of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Um, for me, and, and everybody is different, whatever your meditation processes are, um, what time I set aside or spend in in the presence of God is, uh, is very individual. But again, if you start to do a word study on just the Holy Spirit, listen, that's enough to take you in right there. Okay. There, because it's, it's like water um, to to dry places. And what happens is, the more you drink, the thirstier you become. It's mm. different. It's it's like uh, more of Him is almost unquenchable, right? Like you can almost never get enough. Okay. And so, like, uh, YouTube soaking. And sometimes it's not saying anything, Sylvia. Sometimes it's literally just sitting in the presence of God. Yeah, I've, I've experienced, I've done that. Um, I actually got that from my mentor, Sister Lisa, to listen to the soaking uh, music. And so I've been able to do that. So I guess that's, I'm on the right track with that. Absolutely. Word study on the Holy Spirit, um, would it be like like uh, the other sister mentioned, studying like the glory carriers or well glory carriers is just is a is a book, but I'm sure it's a uh a, a solid tool. I can't I can't remember. Pam, did you get the title? I do have the title and I wanted to share how I got to the um how I got to it and it was the Holy Spirit. It got me to the script it got me to studying the Holy Spirit. But anyway, it's Jennifer Ives, E I V A Z. Glory. She's right there. Very good book. Yes, very good book. She's right there in um Mountain House, I believe. Yeah, she's uh, and she's like, yeah, it's from the Northern California. But I'm it's telling you, that's why I wanted to just share what God is doing in my life right now and the Holy Spirit, because I've been praying and he took me to Acts in the scripture, in the Bible. And I was told, don't pray and just go to a scripture. That doesn't make any sense. Go, go deliberately. But God took me to Acts. And, and, and I, then he took me to wanting to learn about the Holy Spirit. Like that's what the Holy Spirit is doing. And I'm praying on wanting to learn and study more about the Holy Spirit. And so he's giving, he's giving me that. It's just, I'm just sharing what's going on right now in the process. It's amazing. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it really hey, is amazing. Dion. Mm-hmm. And also, this is Dee Dee Silver, Sister Silver, whoever else. You can do so many word studies, even like on version, the app on. If you just go into the plans on that and put in Holy Spirit, it's so much information, and it's scripture based, and it'll give you so many study study tools. So that's another um, way to study. I just wanted to share that. And and I don't I don't want anybody to you know who who does not speak in tongues to get off the phone feeling any kind of way. I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm not. I'm not saying any of that. Um, but what I am saying is when you learn to acknowledge the fact that you've been given a gift that the world just does not have, 
you have access to something that the world just does not have access to, after a while, you get it. Um, and, and it just comes from building relationships, period. Nothing more, nothing less. And nothing happens until it's time. <clears throat> you know, you, you hear people say, I should have been here, I should have been there, I should have done this, I should have done that. You, you don't get to go anywhere until you equip for it. And that's literally based on your, uh, there are things that you have to graduate through. You know, it's it's like being in grade school, honestly. Hey, D. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. And this is another thing, and I'm not, that, what you just said, because if you're, if you go ahead of this, you're, you know what I mean? If you go in an area that you're not prepared for, oh my God, that's why spiritual warfare is another study. I mean, so many different studies, but like you just said, Dion, there's process to it, and you don't want to jump ahead. And another thing that if you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody else's walk, that's dangerous. You know what I mean? You're trying to get ahead of your process. And so that's what I, I for me, I'm so grateful that I, I, I'm so grateful for Declare Victory, for one, because I was taking all these classes, and now it's like a pace that I got put on. So, of course, you can get you can jump all over a place and then you're not really absorbing anything. If that, so, so pray on that. Seek the Holy Spirit for where you should be and so that you're on, on course for your walk. I hope that makes sense. Yep, that was good, Didi. Thanks for sharing. And one last thing I wanted to um, add, Sister Sylvia. I don't speak in tongues yet either. I don't know what Holy Spirit has for me, but um, I, I trust the Holy Spirit. I don't speak in tongues yet. I don't. I don't know yet. I'm open. Well, My heart's open, so we'll see. Hello. Well, I am. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Sister Sylvia. I have. Um, I have been given that gift. That I have. It, it, it happened in when I least expected, way out in the middle of nowhere, when I was on a retreat with uh, Actual Gospel several years ago, and um, it took me by surprise. But um, I I was given that gift, and I have used it, but you know, a lot since, and I use it often. Um, so that part, I have been given that gift, and I understand something that I used to be afraid of when I heard other people, or that I didn't believe when I seen other people um, in a fellowship area that would break out. Because I was raised in the AME church, where you're supposed to sit there and just be quiet. You don't do all of that stuff. Um, so I have been given that gift. Yeah, so I have been, I have that gift to, to speak in tongue, um, the Holy, but to incorporate, that that's my goal, is to incorporate that Holy Spirit, like, on a daily basis, of whether I'm speaking in tongue or not, I'm recognizing every step of the day when the Holy Spirit is right there. Yeah. And that's, that's half the battle for all of us, is really being conscious or cognizant of his presence 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? And it doesn't mean walk around in this perpetual state of super deepness, because I do not, not interested in that. It doesn't help people, and it, it actually can become pretty uncomfortable and intimidating, um, which is another reason why I mentioned, you know, if you don't speak in tongues yet, don't feel like you are the odd man out. That's that's not the case. Every every person uh, gets distributed the gifts that they're given. Um, <clears throat> so I I just didn't want anybody to feel less than or funny or none of that. 
Amen. Anybody else have anything? Hey. Hey, this is Gloria. Good morning. God bless you. Um, Thank you for the the declaration, and thank you for just continuing to be an encouragement and a blessing to to the body of Christ. Um, So when I was in seeking of the Holy Spirit, and it's some years, uh, one thing that the Lord reminded me of is that it's as the Holy Spirit gives utterance, as he desires and designs. And I recalled in my seat, while I was in my seat, I remember as a child growing up um, when I'm in my teenage years, and mama had the gift of healing, but my, my mom had never spoken in tongues back then. But God clearly reminded me because I was really tripping myself out about, well, I ain't speaking tongues. If this ain't happened, that ain't happened. And, and he reminded me, well, that's evidence of me by laying on the hands and seeing. And I knew that it was manifesting uh, of healing because I, I could feel the fever that when she would lay her hands on this child, feel the fever come out of the child and, and the child get quieted. So I knew that was the Holy Spirit. But it, it I think sometimes we try to stress ourselves out, even in that, trying to make God fit our box, where when he manifests himself, it's as he desires to. And if you study the book of Acts, it shows it, it not every incident of where you read that they, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't always say they spoke in tongues, but there was an evidence that you could see that it happened. But that was that, 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 so there's an evidence to, you'll see it has happened. It may be speaking in tongues. It may be laying on the hands, but it is always as the Holy Spirit gives utterance. So the more he says, the Bible, uh, God told us that the, that, that, that if we're going to boast or, or gravitate to anything is that we, we would understand and know him and now know how he works in the earth. So as we, uh, you know, make him our desire and make him what we chase after, all the other stuff, he's going to give us what we need, when we need, how we need it, and it's going to be all good. So, and it is already all good. All right. Blessings. Love you. I'm going back on mute. Very good. Very good. And and if you notice this morning, I talked about the Holy Spirit. I really didn't talk about speaking in tongues. Um, and, and I didn't because I know everybody does it. Um, it is it is a very, very individual, independent for some people, it's just how you were raised. Um, you know, if you church of God in Christ or apostolic speaking in tongues is just kind of a given. Um, but CME, AME, seven day Baptist, um, not so much. You know, that's not always not always the case. But in in my opinion, I would not serve a God that I could not feel. That I could not brag about how powerful and awesome he was. I and that's that's just me. My God is amazing. And I think when you when you start to um, experience those momentary, I, I call them winks, those momentary uh, winks where he reminds you, okay, you on point, I see you, good space, good stride, keep going, because he does, he he does, and and not so much worry about um, necessarily the. Speaking in tongues being the focus, coming into the full knowledge of how God sees us, I think is. I think that the language comes 
at a at a different time for different people. It, I think it's very case by case. Amen. Anybody hey, else? Yeah, I'm sensitive. I'm sorry because the baby over here playing so I could talk. You just said what's so important, I think, for a lot of people because you you expounded on the speaking in tongue. And when you spoke on the Holy Spirit, that's what I was thinking this morning. I said, you didn't really talk about speaking in tongue, but that's where it was going. So when you brought up the CME, the AME, the Baptist, all of that makes so much more sense. So for those of us like me, being raised in CME and then, you know, being exposed to, she just felt, come on, mama, being exposed to non-denomination and then being, you know, going to different classes. So I think that'll shed light on, it's okay, baby. That'll shed light on to why sometimes I think people feel like unless they speak in tongues, they're not, they they don't have the Holy Spirit. If that, if, if that makes sense, because you can even hear it on the call sometimes that it's just a, a drive to speak in tongues. Does that make sense? Without mm-hmm. really understanding exactly what it all entails. So this morning you gave good example. Okay, baby, I'm gonna go on mute because she. So thank you. Yeah. Good morning. This is Nancy. Hey, good morning. I jumped in kind of late, but um, I received the gift of being able to speak in tongues. I think it was what fourteen, fifteen. And was just unaware. It was at a church revival, my church revival. And was I've seen it happen, but was unaware as to what power that was. And explained it to my father like I was able to do it. And he was like, show me. <laughs> like as if I was lying to him. I'm like, wait, okay. I don't know if I can just, you know, do this at will, but because it just came to me. But Okay, but growing up, because I was so young, I didn't understand exactly what had really happened. So I just never did it growing up because of the fact that um, I was told, like, if there's nobody to translate, you shouldn't be speaking in tongues. So it took me a long time to kind of... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Beth. It just took me a long time to kind of get to understanding of what the gift was. Um, And it just kind of let the Holy Spirit guide me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that is, that's absolutely wisdom. Um, yeah. So. For, oh, just FYI, I'm Sonia's little sister. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you, babe. Glad to have you. Um, and and again, I always say this, and, and very specifically, a super case by case. Um, and and to be very honest, it's not really speaking at will. It's it's really being almost like a stream. Right, almost like a a river, almost like a uh, a portal, so to speak. Right, because the Holy Spirit speaks all the time. Um, and and to be honest, until I started to grow and and change and be stretched personally, I didn't really understand that that gift is always at work. It's kind of like a, a radio. While we may not have 
um, <clears throat> the radio turned on, it's still playing in the air. Does that make sense? Good morning, Dion. This is Tanya. Good morning. Hey, Tanya. Good morning. Uh, hey. Um. Well, I was just like the lady before. I learned it like at 16 when I was bad and gangbanging and in the streets. And my mom, maybe, you know, I was at church with Billy Ingram. They had a, uh, um, a revival and, you know, they were just telling us to release yourself and stuff. And then I learned it then and but I was still in the street doing stuff so I wasn't using it until I got in situations and like you just said then it just flew like a river and then it just came out on my own and I was then getting quite scared kind of not knowing then as I grew in the word I started hearing people say it's gibberish and you don't have to speak in tongues and it was so many different things kind of you know conflicting People saying it's uh, because if you speak it and nobody's interpreted it, and, and then if you speak, but then uh, you speak it unto him, just, you know, just you and him, it's another, it's another thing. But, you know, so it was so many different, you're not sure. So, you know, it was conflicting at one point. But, you know, now I know to, you know, it just comes, like you say, it flows like a river, regardless of what anybody has to say. Eventually, when you have the Holy Spirit, it will just com completely just come out, you know. Mm hmm It, it absolutely, there, there will be nothing you can do. Right, <laughs> right. But, and it was scary when it happened to me when I was going through something and I was like, oh my God, you know, didn't really know that I could do it. But I remember doing it when I would go to church when I was young. But then when I got in a bad situation and was praying and then I just did, you know, and it just, it really is a um, gift, you know. So, yeah, I just want mm -hmm. to say that. Absolutely. An absolute gift. You better know it. <clears throat> you better know it. Amen. Anybody else? Yes, yes, yes. Go right ahead. Excuse me. Go right ahead. I was, please. Yeah, let, let's let that, that, that uh, testosterone speak. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. When I just thought about it, um, when anybody was, you know, when it comes to me, um, when it comes to the tongue, like, I agree with um, kind of because that's the thing that be in my mind sometimes too, because like, I'm going to give an example. Um, when I'm at church and when the spirit, you know, comes on me and it, it, it seems, like I remember my pastor have said, um, the Holy Spirit don't move out of order, you know, and don't move out of order, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then it's like when I feel the spirit upon me, it's like the, the, the program is moving on. You can hear that program is moving on, you know. So I was, in my mind, you know, it'd be like, okay, you know, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, mom, just have a seat and just mumble, you know, to yourself, you know, and just, you know, listen or whatnot. But um, that's what I love. Even with the spirit, when it comes over, it's like when I'm praying, it's like it's just want, my, my, my language just wants to take over. I feel it just, you know, wants to just, you know, just not just take over, but just come, just come, and that I feel the peace. I like that. I I enjoy the the just the, the flow in it and just letting go, and then you just you know just feel the peace afterwards. And it's just like sometimes I I give me like little visions of of, of things, you know, of, of community, of love, of like outreach things I've been seeing. You know what I mean? 
uh, even with, um, like, sometimes even I'm showing me the suicidal thing with, with that, that I was feeling towards my son when I was praying in, in, um, in my heavenly language. So it's definitely, you know, I, I believe, oh, my God, have changed um, my, my life and my spirit, my prayer life for sure, you know. And it's, it's going, it changes. I even hear my language change. Like, it sounds different. It don't sound the same. So, um, I don't know. I just personally do agree. Like, I find myself in different spaces where I think I feel like um, tripping. Like, like, when I spoke of at church, but when I'm at home or I'm whatever, it's just a totally different feeling. That's like, a, I can just let go, you know? And and it does change. It, it progresses. And, yeah, that's that's accurate. That's a good assessment. Good morning. This is Patience. Hey, Patience. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Um, I'm 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 calling in regards of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I didn't catch all of everything this morning. However, when the Holy Spirit wakes me up, I love when the Holy Spirit wakes me up and get me on time at six o'clock to go ahead and pray. I love when the Holy Spirit goes ahead and and when I talk to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, where are my keys? And, and the Holy Spirit leads me there to my keys. Um, the Holy Spirit also is so strong and, 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 and helps me to develop myself. And I thank, I thank you for the, um, for the word of patience because it's such a, a, a powerful word that came from the Holy Spirit. And being powerful within the Bible, in the book. Another thing is um, I didn't know what I had when I got it. Ten years, five, five, ten years ago, I didn't know what I had. I didn't know I had the Holy Spirit. God knows I didn't even know that I had. Excuse me, I I just have a heart like that. Excuse me, I didn't know I had the Holy Spirit, nor did I know how to use my language. But I got the Holy Spirit, and I got the the, the gift of God of speaking, speaking in in tongues, and 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 in tongues. It's it's so powerful and beautiful, and 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 yes, a lot of people just go ahead and open your heart up to knowing that you have the Holy Spirit and your tongues will come. My tongues came with the breath of God. He it just blew it inside of me, and just opened my mouth and all this air came inside, and then then all of a sudden my mouth closed up, and there I was. I was at church, and 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 and, and I I fell to the ground. The Holy Spirit, and I'm going to be reading. I'm sorry. The Holy, Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit, I'm going to be reading on it all. But when I was, I was up in camp. I was up in camp with a whole bunch of people. And, 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 and it was lined out for me. It was lined out that I met the ranger. It was lined out that I knew what everything was. It was so lined out. And I got. I had got an aneurysm. I had got an aneurysm. Oh, Jesus, thank you, dear Lord, for the Holy Spirit. And I, I spoke in tongues. I prayed in tongues, and no one could help me. No one could help me. They put me in an a ambulance. They, they wanted to stab me with morphine. When, they, when that happened, I laid my head down. I put my head down and my hands up. And I prayed in the Spirit. I prayed in the Holy Spirit. After that time, 
Everything was fine. I, 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 they drove me to the hospital. The hospital, a helicopter came and lifted me to Stanford, to the hospital. I had nobody there but myself. Then my sister but the Holy me. Spirit was right there. Yes, the Holy Spirit was there all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for it. I think, I think, I think, I think the Lord for it. I, I think, the, 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 I think the church. I, I think, I think my mom, because I know when that happened for the Holy Spirit, she turned and looked at me. She said, "You ain't got no Holy Spirit." I mm-hmm. turned around and got sassy and walked down there to the front, and that's when I hit the the Holy Spirit hit me. The air, the 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 the, the, the air. The, the the breath of God. I I I got gifts of seeing the spirit in that Amen. church. I got gifts. I got gifts of seeing it. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Patience is such a beautiful word because it's, I'm learning so much, and He's talking to me. That's, and that's another thing. That's what that's it, what's supposed to happen. That's that's what even your sound is. What it sounds like to grow to be stretched, to be pulled. It's it's a process, and it, it doesn't happen overnight. Yes. It's, it's, you know, everybody has their own case-by-case scenario. Thank you for sharing that patience. I appreciate you. Yes, thank you. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, D. Can we lift up my friend? You know Sunday, um, Mitchell. We're laying the last auntie to rest today, so uh, just pray for the Atkins family today. Okay. Thank you. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. I I got on just a tad bit late, so I don't know if Pastor Dion gave the scripture. She always gives us the scripture, Psalms one nineteen. 
all her medication and everything. She lost in a fire on Saturday night. And so I'm asking to pray for her. Yikes. What's her name, Leomia? Um, Margaret Thomas. Okay. Thank you. Hey, this is Kendra. This is not on the topic, but I wanted to ask uh, Mother Leonia, did you get your cart that I sent you? Mm-hmm. She must not know me, but hey, man. Hey. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> she posted in the... um. Victory Room, Kedra, and I'm not sure if you guys are friends or not. Um, she tried to tag us if we we're her friend, so maybe we need to send her a friend request so she can tag us. Tag us. Oh, yeah. Hi, Hi this is Gloria. I'm sorry. Kedra, she did get it, and she was addressing cards to send to people that she had addresses, so just be patient. It's coming. No, no, no. That's not why I said <laughs> I don't want nothing back. Amen. Oh no, 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 no harm. I'm just saying it's coming. Amen. This, this is Leon here again. Um, I didn't get the name of the person that um. That was Kedra. Was like, who? Kedra. I'm thinking I did. But I got I got a uh, thank you cards in the mail for everybody. I tried to uh get on the um call, but I, I, I don't know anything about these sending messages and things. But I tried to send some messages out thanking everybody. But in case I missed you, it wasn't from the heart; it was from the head. I do thank you. I appreciate every one of you for the cards and the gifts and everything. And those nuts, those nuts of uh, Sister Barbara. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that the Mm -hmm. the best? Them nuts and them pretzels, child. Listen, (laughs) them nuts and them pretzels are my friends. I um I'm gonna have to get back in touch with her. I don't know if she's on the call today or not, but I gotta get in touch with her because um listen, because them nothing and pretzels got the Holy Ghost. Beloved yeah. Barb is here, and I I thank you for saying, Sister Velma. I thank you. <laughs> and I, I I do again I do appreciate everyone. This was the very best birthday. And all the twenty years, and I lived in the um, housing development, and the guys that came to cut the grass yesterday, I um, thought they had cut down some of my decorations from my birthday, and so I went out there with my mad self. <laughs> I didn't go off. <laughs> I didn't go off them, but um, I. Kinda, I kind of did. Anyway, he showed me. I came back in the house because I felt myself going off real bad. Um, 
he had knocked on the door and showed me where they didn't cut them. They had just pulled them up. Anyway, long story short, as I was coming back in the house, he was reaching in his um, pocket, and he pulled out his wallet. I I had told him it was my birthday uh, decoration. He reached in his pocket, and he blessed me. Oh, God, he blessed me. Oh. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Hey, man, Holy Spirit is you right on now. Tell her, Dion. <laughs> Listen, make, look, oh, make us shine. I, I know that he's made me go back to a lot of people <laughs> and eat humble pie. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I eat humble pie when? frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this was the very best birthday in all my 80 years. I mean, this was the best. And How I do thank that. God for all of you. I thank all of you. And I'm going on you. <laughs> that's, that's super dope. That makes me yeah. happy. Makes me happy, too. So I'm um, not trying to be funny or nothing, but uh, beloved Barb, tomorrow's my day. So uh, feel free to be a blessing and send the Holy Ghost my way. Love you. All right. That baby, listen, because when I, all I'm gonna tell you, you gotta gather you three, three pecans, and one pretzel. I like, I like a pink one personally. <laughs> and pink is my favorite color. So hey. <laughs> And you gotta eat, but you gotta eat them all at one time, though, Dodger. You gotta, you gotta put the three pecans in your mouth and then throw the pretzels, the chocolate covered pretzels, baby. Jesus, that's all I got. Throw your hand back, huh? <laughs> throw your hand back and pop them in. You be ready. Oh, you guys are the daisy in my day. I love you. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm. Tr- this don't have nothing to do with you. You could have hung up. I don't care. I'm spreading rumors. Maybe about them three pecans and that one pretzel. Listen here. I'll say, ah, oh, this is the devil. I, I can't eat these. It's horrible. <laughs> they were amazing. And you know who makes it amazing? Jesus. Because I pray before I bake. And he is so in it. And I so love him for it as well. Thank you, guys. Guess what I hear? I hear the Holy Ghost moving down in my foot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Come on, Morgan. Moving. God be the glory. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Anybody. Dion, can Barb post her um, information in the um, victory room for the weekend? Taking a minute for me to, to to get it all together, 
But if you're really interested, just send me a direct message. Thank you so much again. Love you all. All right, y'all. It's 803. You got to go to work? (laughs) Yes, girl. I do. Don't speed. Take your time. I'll take your time. I ain't going to speed. Okay, don't. don't. (laughs) You know, take it. Love you. Okay, love you. All right, y'all.
true. Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life.